Good morning, everyone. This is Peter Stone, and I was just kind of inviting you to a little bit of my closed space here. And um, this is my creative space, my office here in Thailand in my home uh, facing east. There used to be a big, huge fish farm out in front of me for 15 years, and for that I'm grateful. Water, palm trees, coconut trees, mango trees, banana trees, birds, all kinds. It was really wild. They built a housing estate out here now. And so at first, of course, I was upset. And, you know, being uh, kind of selfish, I guess, and wanting my space. I had my space for 15 years, but then I got thinking about other people. I said, whoa, what am I missing here? Where's the upside? And that's how I think. When I first maybe get a little bent out of shape, the next question is, what is the upside? Well, the upside is somebody's dream came true. I didn't count the number of houses there, but they have a nice uh, clubhouse and swimming pool, and someone's been working really hard, and they got their dream, because they're pretty nice little houses. Some of them are big, some of them are smaller, but it's a nice place. And I worked hard, and the colors of the, the, the buildings are very nice. Uh, so it's a, it's a comfortable thing. It's not like they build a bunch of things that aren't very nice. Somebody got their dream. So that's the upside. So I celebrated that. Now, one other thing I want to share. I'm going to share a lot of things here, but we're going to break it up a little bit. And I've spoken of my oxygen tank. This oxygen I do when I meditate, and I also do it when I'm doing my work. Uh, I'll just plug this in, and I'll breathe some nice oxygen for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, my meditation intention mostly is 24 minutes. I take my phone, I set it on my desk, I set it for 24 minutes, 24 seconds, 24 seconds to get this in gear. So you can look over here at the unit I have. Uh, this is a small unit. I have a big one in my spa, but I mean, it's really simple matter. Here's the gauge and everything. So I just crank that on. This little ball, I was told by someone who had a bad case of asthma back in 92 or 3 when I first started this. He says, Peter, you know, you've got this way too low. You've got this on 2 or 3. I did not know what I was doing. Uh, not a lot of info on oxygen. He said, just put it on 5. That's what they recommend for me with asthma. I said, okay, if that's after you've got an illness. So if I do it before any illness comes into play, then... I am uh, doing some preventative medicine or preventative action. So what do I do? The hose is, is kind of long so I can go across my desk. I put this on and it, it's really simple. It just, it's, it's not a big mask. And so some people think, oh my God, you're breathing pure 100% oxygen for 24 minutes. That is not the case. So I sit here and I look out over into the palm trees and out my window and I simply put my phone on, timer, and meditate. And I've done this for so many years that it's kind of automatic. Part of the meditation is the action of rhythm, rhythmatic or rhythm, uh, sorry, rhythmic breathing. 
So when I do the rhythmic breathing, that's part of the meditation, and it just gets lost in uh, the meditation. It doesn't become a conscious thing. It's habit. And with habit, like now I get up in the morning, and I do my uh, Qigong, and I wake up, and it's like I can't just go to the bathroom. Uh, I can pick up and drink two glasses of water, by the way, these are not 8 ounce or 10 ounce, they're 16 ounce. And so I get immediately bloated, uh, but not uncomfortable because 16 ounces of water isn't that much. But for some people, it's a day supply. By the time I leave my home, I've consumed maybe 4 liters of liquids because I have healing herbal teas. I may have a coffee, I may not. I do have my British organic tea hand carried from England and now when I can't do that, I do just buy it on Amazon. Uh, so I drink that water, I get up, I do my Qigong, I just, I'm thinking, oh, I'm tired now. And then I just do my stretches. And then I do bends and I do kicking. And all that you can see on Cape and TV. Org. If you want to watch that, you can watch that on KPNTV.org. I will not bore you with it right now, but what I wanted to show you is the simplicity of this tank. I know you can't get it in the Western world without a prescription, which is, well, I know, no comment, okay? So my working space, nice space. This uh, cabinet, some of these notes I've had up here for years, uh, for inspiration, you know, strap in for the ride of your life. Uh, God is in the details. And uh, one thing I never forgot was when uh, PDA, PDAs first came out, our little uh, handheld devices like our smartphones today, and we got to put timers in our phones, then I ran across this article called The God Slot. So what did that tell me? It says, well, make time for connection. Make time for God or make time for the universe or whatever your place is where you connect and you get more power. The mind, I mean, it's simple as that. It, the mind, I don't feel is in us. I don't know where it is, but I don't feel it's in me. My brain is, I think, but I get thoughts coming down so often. And I also got a book over here called The Awesome Science of Luck. I didn't just get one, I got 18 of them. And so in this book uh, by Peter Ragnar, which is out of print, I got these 18 books when they split up their company. Uh, so that book I put everywhere as a good vibration and a reminder that luck and making things happen is a science, it's a job, it, it's, it's something we have to work at and think about. Oh, you're so lucky. Well, you know, did I, did I plan my luck? And then I got this prosperity poster uh, at a fair a long time ago, and I thought, well, how cool is that? You know, money flows to me easily and effortlessly. That's a good thought. Every dollar I spend comes back to me mega multiplied. I don't just say multiplied, I say mega multiplied. I give my money freely and generously for the good of others Ah, and myself. I edit these things. I have faith in God and believe in myself. I love what I do and do what I love. What could be more interesting than that?
do what you love. Then I'm healthy. I'm happy, healthier, prosperous, prosperous, energized, and free. So I plugged in that extra word, energized. I'm in love with life and at peace. Well, I'm actually kind of driven, but I have a peace within, regardless of what I'm doing. So I live in the present, remember the past, and have an absolute faith in the future of abundance, prosperity, and good health. All of those things I add on to that. And I don't read it every day, but I read it, uh, it's in front of me, okay? Bo, all, everyone knows we put notes in front of us, they, they get ingrained in us, right? So, right, sitting in front of me, a little card, right? So, another little note, I, I write notes in colors from Bo. Uh, these are not my words, those are my words, but uh, translated from someone who inspired me. That's it, I get inspired by lots of people. I write things down, write them, look at them, write them in color. If you look at my desk, all the pens are in color. I have all these markers. I write in color. I emphasize the words because words matter. Words matter and I have turned myself into what I call a word sculptor. I sculpt my words. I work very hard to get the words, I think, in my mind because everyone I've been listening to tells me, Tony Robbins, Bo Eason, Bren Burchard, words matter. Words are important. Words that we think, the words we act on are critical. They're everything. So, Make your words up. Lift your words up. They need to be strong and powerful and support you. And if the words, uh, the D word, the doubt word, right, comes into you, you've got to just throw it back there, cut the anchor, leave it behind, and find a replacement. In my Cape Ann TV.org show, I talk about this a lot, just little steps. You don't have to make the big step. I did, I thought I did when I went to Robin's Life Mastery in 1999. Oh, the longest fire walk, 43 feet, nine days of amazingness. Found myself on top of a telephone pole, 50 feet up, hanging from a wire and jumping out uh, over the islands into the sunset. I mean, it was beautiful, powerful, energizing. And I'm thinking, as a lot of us do, we should change. We got the information, we gotta change. But we have such habit that it takes a long time. And I was watching Bo Eason this morning, I'm in the Warrior Mastermind, and I'm like, yeah, peak. The book says 10,000 hours of study working on something for mastery, for excellence. And I'm like saying, okay, I started out before 99, maybe in 98 with a commitment of, I mean, I really started out getting out of a hole that I'll explain later, but I really started applying and studying uh, really in depth, working on it on a daily basis was Robin's life mastery and before that. So it's coming up on a 20 year period. I was telling my wife this morning, I said, well, Pam, I just got this great little thing when I was watching Bo's video telling me, hey, it takes 20 years to do this stuff or before. So I've been just at 18 and a half, 19 going into 20. I'm feeling it and 
I'm living into myself. And I thought after three years, well, I fell down again and I had to work to get back up. And it's this thing, but when the lower lows, it's like when I trade commodity, you know, lower lows, higher highs, you know, you've got an uptrend. You better buy. You better buy into yourself. But you don't want lower lows because you'll go deeper into despair. So pick the upward pathway. And if it takes 20 years to be a master, so what? Where are we going? The other side of the world, that side of the world, no matter where we go, there we are, we're with ourselves. There's no place else but with us, wherever we go. I know that after traveling to a hundred countries. Maybe in the beginning I'm looking for escape, but now I find joy and pleasure and amazing people around the world. So this is my little space. I just wanted to share kind of part of my morning with you and my working space. So thanks very much, Peter Stone. Uh, just working on the trend up. <laughs> Talk to you a little later. Hello everyone, this is Peter Stone and I just want to share a little bit of the inside of my life and what I've been doing for the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Uh, and part of the magic, part of my strength, uh, getting through every challenge, I don't care what it is, everything in my business, I kind of in the United States, this uh, you can call it an altar, you can call it a, uh, uh, a sacred altar, you can call it a, a connection, place of connection, a centeredness. Uh, I don't have a religion, really. Uh, I believe in the core of religion, what it's for, about living, but I live kind of a spiritual life. I like the Buddhist message. It's not so strict and hard, and it's a very good, like, eight steps of it the eight wheel, uh, the eight points of the wheel. So here I add little magical things like this is a stone I got in Macedonia in, uh, after I came from the Bose event, I left Switzerland, I picked up a stone in Switzerland and I picked up a stone in Thailand. And so this, this is a stone to stand on and uh, get grounded. So I use this stone uh, it is a brick, but it's uh, got a lot of energy since some, it's a little bit more uh, newer and not more ancient as a rock salt are. So I just have these uh, little sayings up here and my reminder, like this is, I don't know, some people have Bibles. I have this little book called The Laws of Success, the, the Laws of Success. and there's the law <laughs> of success, simple enough. Short stories, I like them. They get to the point, there's little parables, little stories that <clears throat> get me through the toughest of times. Uh, big decisions, all decisions, 
especially when I've got, I've got conflict with somebody. I sit, I stand, I did this in America, I do this every time. I have a major conflict with an individual. I stand here for however long it takes, and it's not hours. It may be, but I don't think I've ever stood for hours. But I send love and bright light to that person. Intense. And I do the work until I feel like it's done. And every time, the conflict seems to melt away every single time. There's no, never happened. It always happens. So the faith on the poster I, I have is like, I have an absolute faith. And this is how I built my business. And this is what you must have. First, the fire and the faith. Because with the faith, you'll build fire inside because when you believe you can do something and you do it and you, I read these books and I read books and books and books and people who would struggle, what do they do? They got over the fence, they got under the fence, they got around the fence, they broke the damn fence down. But they got to the other side one way or another. And I read enough of those stories and then to top it off, one door closes and another door magically opens that's bigger and a better opportunity for us like we hear all the time. Oh, I quit a job, I got fired, but that was the best thing that could ever happen to me. I got fired and then I got a better job. So that these stories go on and on and I don't bore you with them, but I just wanted to share this little space and this amazing temple is about 30 kilometers from my wife's house, which is about 18 miles, I think. Well, it's 0.6, but yeah, it's 18 miles, uh, roughly. And one man, so if you don't think you can make a difference, one man, one uh, uh, pra, one uh, monk, monk uh, had a dream to get close to the heavens and have a place. Uh, people came and they supported him. I went in this place, my family, we all went in this. I went to the very top of this and did energy work and, and felt the connection. It's amazing, it's beautiful, it's fantastic. And it's out in the middle of nowhere. And very few people know about that. If you come to Thailand, or when you come to Thailand, I am happy to share some of these because I will be putting together a mastermind to share some of these amazing things that kept me going and giving me strength. I was swimming in the pool yesterday and I am strong. I'm riding my bike and I'm going to show you a little bit about that later. And I'm strong. Some people say, when I'm your age, Peter, I hope I have that energy. It's a quote from a very well-known person. And I'm like, thank you. It takes effort and I keep at it. Because I know if I don't exercise after 10 days, my, my arms hurt. My muscles start to melt away. I feel my body melting away and I gotta do something. And I do. It's that simple. And build a habit, which I built every morning. I get up, I do my qigong, 
like this and I, I do this, you know, I just get going and then I do this quick stretch and I do a twist and I do a bend over and I do a kick and then I use my joints here and that's it. I do that for seven to nine minutes, that's it. There's no hard rolls, but you just got to get in the habit. And now every day I'm up and I'm at it and I go and I love it. And I know I haven't even reached the halfway point in my life. I'm loving it. Come on, we're going to show you a little more. Uh, but that's the end of this video. This is Peter Stone. You check in and I got some really pretty interesting stuff for you. And this is one book I uh, am giving to my daughter to read. I got this at a Tony Robbins event because there's some uh, stories inside Robert Young. Dr. Robert Young, uh, and it's about there's mold in some of the foods and things and, and how the body needs to be alkaline. A lot of people know about that. There's been a lot of books written after this was printed back in the 90s, I believe, maybe before. But I had this, I studied this, and I changed a lot of things. And so my energy is like, I got to say, it's always up. I may, when I wake up, like all of us, are a little tired, but I'm telling you, I get it on in a couple of minutes or less. <laughs> I'm loving it. I mean, a really rough, when I've had a rough trip around the world, I recover pretty quick. Maybe it takes a couple of days, but I'm not feeling real awful. But I could, for a couple of days, be feeling it physically, mentally, but I don't live in it and I don't dwell in it. I lift it up the best I can and charge myself with good foods, lots of organic stuff. So, okay, Peter Stone, check it out, thanks. Uh, in my morning, uh, I am going to do a few videos today, and while I was thinking about that, I was thinking about my aftershave. I read uh, these creams and lotions, oh it has vitamin C, aloe, and all this other stuff, so what I do is I have aloe growing in my front yard. I just rub it all over my skin, right? Rub it on my skin, that's it. And for the aftershave, I just use a straight, I don't use alcohol, it dries your skin. You gotta knock the, the, the these actually have seeds in them, they're organic, they haven't been uh, uh, GMO'd or anything. So I just take that juice and uh, yeah, sometimes you get little bits of pulp on your face, but you know, guess what? A little sting after a shave and uh, I just rub the rest on my body because that's vitamin C right into your pores, into your skin. Uh, and then, as I've posted a couple of times, this is my morning electrolyte charge. And after I really do a good hard workout, which I'm going to go do right now, um, I do this plus I take trace minerals uh, because the electrical system with trace minerals is 
like supercharged with trace minerals. But if you just have minerals, eh, you know, it's kind of okay. You got a little electrical current running. But those of you that know me and know my energy, and I come to events and I really don't like to let anybody sit down because I don't know how people can sit down when the music's beating and not get up and get energized. Well, that's me. And we all live in different worlds, but I like to inspire people to find deep within the beat, the heart, the, the, the rhythm of themselves, not the rhythm of me, and maybe the rhythm of music doesn't match them, but some place along the line, some of that music I just don't understand. I see people's foot tapping, but they don't get up and, and get up and get it into the moment. Yeah, oh, everybody's looking at me, that kind of, yeah, well, they probably are. Who cares? <laughs> Be an inspiration to others. Share the energy. Get your electrolytes. Get natural stuff. It grows in the backyard, the front yard, uh, along with the orchids over here. And, and just out this window, it was a rainy season, but just out this kind of uh, dusty window is a water fountain. Every morning the water fountain comes on. It's great feng shui. And I hear that. I walk down my stairs. I hear that water. Boom. Puts me into like a magical state. And then I charge with this and papaya and uh, roasted seaweed with garlic on it instead of toast. It's delicious. And it's all full of good stuff for you. And you watch the seaweed because seaweed is a sponge for mercury. And I went and I went and had a big palette of uh, things checked. I'm thinking, well, why not? My mercury was double the level. And I'm like, whoa, why? I love seaweed. They're like potato chips. I eat seaweed from Korea. And I started like thinking, well, why is that? They said, you probably eat a lot of seafood, right? I said, wrong. I eat a little. I enjoy it. And then I started researching, what did I eat a lot of from the sea that could be a sponge for mercury? Seaweed filters. And not only does it filter, it sucks the mercury out of the water like, like it's supposed to and, and cl clean it up. But when we eat it, so I stopped eating it. I went back, got my test. They loved my test because everything they said to do, do a little of this, do this. I dropped my numbers 50%. So my reading was like five and a half for the mercury. I got it down to 2.57. And then a few other things were elevated. Not bad, but they were elevated. And they said, oh, my cat, there's Brianna's cat, uh, is a loud cat can't see, can't hear. We adopted him, the best loving cat you ever met. Anyway, uh, so I went back and because I do work out, they like to measure me and I got a couple of years of wisdom on me. They like to play with my numbers. My pulse, generally 44, 46, resting, uh, and blood pressure, generally like 115 over 58, 62, 60, it's always changing. If I walk a lot before I go to a doctor's office or something and get it, it read, then it's a little higher. But I just want to share a few of these things that really 
matter. How do I know? Well, I live it every day. Just want to share that stuff. Thanks. Peter Stone, charging up the day. I wanted to share a little bit about my morning or sometimes afternoon routine. I don't have it locked in when I exercise. I change from day to day so nothing becomes monotonous. Uh, and and um, But I do structure it. So, uh, generally of late I have been using this equipment and in this spa I was in the U.S. with my family for three years, but I would come here by myself and I didn't integrate this into my daily uh, regimen. This is my spa outside my house. So I have this um, rebounder that I got uh, back in 99 when I left Tony Robbins' Mat Life Mastery. And uh, I pulled this back out. Uh, I haven't got, oh yeah, well it's locked in there. But anyway, uh, it's pretty simple. I actually do uh, kind of a meditation here and I put my arms up because it strengthens my shoulders and my chest a little bit when I'm bouncing. So I want to go like a hundred times but really I'm thinking well that's not much and then I go for 150 next thing I go well let me go for five minutes. I figure 300 bounces must be a bounce a second must be five minutes and I don't care uh, you know, I'm not strict about that, but I just do it to get the white blood cells uh, circulating. The lymph system is what it is. The white blood cells kill the, kill the um, attack our poisons and become lymph. Uh, I, well, that's not exactly it, but the expelled lymph goes out of the system. You've got to clean the system. It's not like our blood system pumping from the heart. The only way you can pump your lymph system is by movement. And it can be all kinds of movement, but this is a good movement, so I added this in. You can hear the squeak of the, of the uh, springs. That helps me count. I always find the upside in everything. So this works. I got this here in Thailand. I brought a couple to the United States. Uh, I think I sold one of them to someone who wanted to use it. So I have this. And then I have this really relic. We had some animals in the spot one time that uh, we had some big lizards walking by here. We had a couple of rooms and see them. We had to catch them. We got them and maybe an occasional snake around here, but not that many now uh, since they built some houses around. But when the field was all here, a lot of kind of wild animals kept it fresh connected to the earth. So, I got this up. It was sitting in the corner and it's a collapsible. Uh, also, in actually before 99 I got this. And then maybe in 95 or something I got this. Uh, or 2000, uh, it doesn't matter. But, I, but I've had this for quite a while. 
uh, an inversion machine. And it's amazing, the first time I did it again, when I kept on walking by this and never using it, no more, it, it's so effortless. Hop on the machine and do the work. So what I discovered was, if I did this first and then I bounced, all the benefit of pulling my back apart in an inverted state would get compressed immediately by going from this to this. So instead, I do this first, then I'll do some sit-ups, and then I'll do this inversion. And the cool thing about this is how tall are you? It's got the height, so I'm just around 5'7", maybe when I'm done with this, I'm going to be 5'8", and I just hop in this, uh, you know, you want to put socks on because uh, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's all your weight, right? And you lock in, and it's really simple. And you just flip up, that's it. But you really need to lock your feet back and hold yourself. I'm sure there's plenty of videos online. I didn't watch any. Uh, I don't have time to do that, but I will take a peek to see some benefits. But when I flip upside down, <coughs> I twist and I'll show you what I do to loosen up my back and, and st stretch it out and get a little, um, so I reduce the compression on my bones. I'm, using, I'm just using common sense here. Uh, I don't feel any pain, but when I first did it and I didn't lock my feet, my knees hurt because I didn't strengthen my muscles. My knees were blown out. One of them was blown out when I was 20, and the other blown out when I was about 26. Both times dancing. Hey, love to dance. I still dance. I don't care. So, having both knees blown out, I still ride a bike, which is healthy for it, and row a boat, a rowing shell, uh, in the summertime, spring, summer, and fall. But this is the case. So you lock your feet in, bend them back, lock really hard, and hang. So I first started hanging for 60 seconds when I started uh, about a week ago. And I just twist and loosen, and I can feel some little aches and stuff, areas that um, need some massage and that I can feel the pressure in a, in a spot or two loosening down and the blood goes to your head and if you deep breathe when you before you do this it's better because you get a lot of oxygen in your blood and when all the oxygen goes to your head you oxygenate your head so this is going to be interesting to see what I look like upside down. So anyway, here we go. I do that for the count of 90 generally, but I'm not going to bore you. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with the details on this, but this works really fine. Has it got a couple of little rust spots? Oh, it does. You know what? The bottom line, this is not perfect. Neither am I my sit-up machine. I don't need to go spend 50 or $100. It works. I'll have it patched. And then, uh, this works really great. Uh, is it, like, really sexy and, uh, you know, like, cutting edge? No. It does the job. And, and that's all I'm after is the job. This looks nice. That looks nice. I'm going to patch that up. I'll get the best Thai craftspeople to put a new cover on that. They're excellent at that. So, 
Uh, I do have a massage here. We have a uh, uh, masseuse come in and we do massage. That's a steam sauna there. And this is a hot tub. And down there, we're, and, and of course, the, we do have a little salon here where uh, the, the house manager comes in and, and Pam gets her hair washed and head massaged and, and oil. First, we do an oil with coconut oil. And uh, then we, uh, after a hair wash, we do a facial scrub with coffee or some other type of scrub, uh, rice um, uh, grain, uh, rough rice grain or, or whatever, but it's always natural. And um, so we use this, uh, the whole family uses this. We go out and get that done as well. But we're kind of reestablishing here. My daughter's back in school, and we're locked in. But before, we were in the U.S. for a little while, where my daughter went to school for her purposes, not for ours, because we don't like the cold winters, really. Pam's okay with it. Peter is not. Brianna really doesn't like the short, dark day. She is much better with sunshine. And the thing here in Thailand is the sunrise only varies by about... 35 or 40 minutes from sun up to sundown, where in the United States it goes from 4 12 in the afternoon in the Boston area to maybe even 9 o'clock or close to 9 o'clock at night. That's almost a five hour range, and she gets that, uh, that that's lack of sun disorder that they sometimes get up in Norway or Sweden or Alaska. So it doesn't set well for her, so she's much better here. Greater performer. So this is my little space that I love so much. Is it super elegant? No, but it's okay. It does the trick for now. Anyway, Peter Stone checking out and we'll take you to a few other places. Hang in there, come back and watch some more videos. See ya. And uh, yesterday I discovered looking for a new set of ankle weights, really wrist weights for me. Uh, some people have created some new ones online. So uh, these are a little worn out because I've used them a lot. And I'm going to bring another set back, but from the United States. Difficult to find here, but in the U.S., you know, we got everything. So uh, what do I do? It's pretty simple. I just put, this is a little stiff, ever since I got it, I would call this a slight defect because it's not real pliable and soft, it's kind of uh, snug. But the strap over time gets worn and one trick is that this needs to stay flat so it doesn't, this part here needs to stay flat and you just lock this up, I mean this is not a big deal. But you just want this on snug as possible. Why? You'll see. 
because the way I ride the bike, I don't, I don't want these loose on my wrist. I want strong and solid. Uh, so when I make a trip and I've gone for a few weeks and I come back and do this, if I haven't been in the U.S. and riding my bike to uh, balance things out, which I do this in the U.S. too. I don't just do this in Thailand. I do it whenever I can, but mostly at my homes in the U.S. and my homes here in Thailand, home here. And uh, snug this baby up really nice and tight. And usually I have my performance amulet sports bracelet on, which has a chip in there that I developed back in 2011. I didn't develop the chip. I made the bracelet. Somebody else developed the chip and it works. And I have them in my pendants uh, that, that strengthen the mitochondria. But we only sell those from Thailand. We do not sell those from the United States. They're only available from Thailand. So uh, this is it, fitness gear, solid. So I've had this bike, I love this bike. My general manager says, Peter, why don't you buy a new bike? I'm like, are you kidding me? This is like an old pair of sneakers or shoes or running shoes, whatever. We just call them the old pair of sneakers. But this bike, uh, the grips are a little worn. Uh, I don't know how many miles it has, but where I first started riding this, there is now a 10-lane highway from the airport into downtown Bangkok. So I used to ride out with giant snakes, nine-foot snakes. I was riding one morning, and there's this coiled-up snake with no head. Somebody nailed them and got their head off because they're dangerous. This was a huge snake. I Maybe it was like 15 feet. I don't know. It was huge. I couldn't tell because it was all coiled up and it had no head. What a surprise riding the bike in the morning. So uh, lots of interest in adventure. So I'll just go down the street here and uh, we'll show you a couple parts of what I do. And what's so critical about this is I ride hands-free. I'm working my lower, and then I, I heard about this thing. My daughter said, oh, that's a spin class, Dad. And i like, what is a spin class? And people go in there, and they hold little weights, and they go, and they bounce up and down, I guess. And whatever you do in a spin class, I respect that. Uh, my choice is not to be in a stuffy room. Uh, in the wintertime, we must, if we're not in this beautiful tropical area. And I've designed my life, so I live here when I want, and I go back to the Western world as I choose. Life is design, not a, I must. I must do what my heart tells me. That's why I'm here. And these little things I've learned is, I'm riding a bike for exercise, and I, I just thought, I got creative, and I thought, well, what if I put weights? And I started riding hands-free, and I started pumping. And I said, wow, I'm all about parallel leveraging. Para not multitasking. Multitasking is, is multitasking. It's distraction, really. This is something where I'm working my lowers, riding my bike hard, and working my upper with this motion and have these weights. So I'm doing this stuff. And I'm doing this stuff, like a Billy Blanks that I learned from Billy Blanks. I still give him credit because he inspired me on this stuff. Then I get this movement up, out, bam. And I do a crunch when I drop it down. 
So I'm doing this, I'm riding, and I have different gears, and so when I really get fit, I push it up to a really high resistance. So I'm pushing hard on the ride, on the lower, and I'm really pumping it hard. And I do this at lunchtime, the guards under the umbrella, sweating. I'm doing it like, and it's not anything about being so great at all. That's not my point. My point is I get a chuckle out of it because it's only what I do. And it's really the first time I've shared this in 20 years publicly about what I do. I tell people from time to time, but I think it's time to share. And what people comment, Peter, you have so much energy. Where do you get it? Well, this is one of the things that I get. And no matter how I feel, <clears throat> I still ride this bike. And my wife and I came back from doing some organic food shopping and with throwing in a massage in between. Got home, got out of the car, 10.19 p.m. Pam says, bike, do you want to go for a bike ride before we go to bed? Because we ate some things. Now, she picked up on my habit because I've been riding bikes under the moon. I mean, what's more beautiful? Nobody's around. The air's clean. It's silent, the breeze blowing in your ears, riding at night under the moon. Fortunately, where I live, you'll see a little bit about it, is a <clears throat> development, if you will, a gated community is the best way to put it. And there's not a lot of traffic. And it's easy to ride and, and safely and not get knocked off. So it's got speed bumps for the cars, and I use the speed bump for balance improvement. So I talked about the lower and the upper, but things that some people don't think about, and I get this, oh, look at the show, I'm riding his bike, no hands. That's fine for those people. That's fine. They're walking and they're about 30 pounds overweight. I'm laughing, I'm chuckling, and I'm doing what I love to do. Because I'll go for five miles, I'll go for an hour or so riding, go up to the hill when I was living in the hut, overlooking the sea, ride up with my weight and meditate under the moon. So much. Listen to the sea crashing, deep breathe, energized with the sea air and the minerals. So the other upside of this exercise I'm going to show you is balance, mental acuity. Because riding a bike Pumping the uppers and pumping the lower is enough. Okay, just riding a bike. Some people have a challenge riding a bike. Oh, I can't balance. Okay, good. We're talking about balance now. I'm talking about balance. Now, get on the bike, ride hands free. Not just ride the bike, ride the bike hands free without the weights. You gotta get your balance. Once you get your balance, then you put on the weight and you start Boom, riding hands free, pumping, and getting this benefit, and keeping fit. I'm not trying to build muscle. I am just maintaining a healthy, trim, fit lifestyle. I feel good at this weight. What do I weigh? I probably like 168, uh, between 165 and 170. I had a goal for 20 years. I was 188, 192, 195. I love to eat pastry. I love to eat. And I changed it. 
And in the last three years, I maintained between 172, maybe up to 174 in the festive time, down to 163. And it's not this dramatic, but I found a place, it's around 168, where I'm like feeling the best. I eat a little more carbs now. I was eating only protein and veggies and I lost too much weight. So I had a discussion with my daughter who is well versed in health. Maybe she got a little spark from her dad, but regardless, um, dad, you gotta have carbs. So I have carbs. So while I'm writing this, this is about taking this to another level. This is real high performance in my mind, and I, don't, I really haven't told anybody about this. I've done a few little posts, but I'm sharing this because if you really want to be a high performer and, and leverage what you're doing and leverage the things around you, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I don't have time, BS! <clears throat> in 20 or 25 minutes, I've ridden my bike five miles, I've gotten vitamin D from the sun. I feel the energy of the sun. I got charged from it. I feel the breeze on my face, the breeze in my ears. And I'm pumping and working on balance, agility, and stability all at the same time. I mean, they're saying people in their 60s, oh, you lose your mind. I'm like, what are you kidding me? Some of the nutritional supplements I've been taking of late in the past few years, my mind breaks up into this, like, like what you call the hard drive, right? Is multitasking all these different drives when I think. And the, 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 the bad part of that is that I get so many great ideas and I need to pull myself in the center. But the upside of that, I get to use the creation of habit building to structure that thought and say, not now, Peter, later. I get to get challenged on my discipline. Peter, that's a great idea, later. So I get my discipline into place. This is so deeply rooted, one exercise, that entails so much. So I then, after I do this, I go to the pool, and I'll show you that a little later. Go to the pool, take a swim. I do like five or 10 laps, intense. Not like slow, I did my, no. I go in and I go full bore. I'll show you a little bit. I'm not gonna bore you with it, but I'll just show you. I put it full on. Then I lay in the sun and I get a little color. I don't need sun lamps or anything, but I get my vitamin D and I raise my feet. And this is one of the tricks of Thomas Edison. He raised his feet when he was tired. And the blood would go to your head, 18 inches above on a pillow, put your head down, no pillow. Blood goes to your head, clears your head, and you wake up refreshed. So I kind of do that at the pool. And in 10 or 15 minutes, I'm like wide awake, ready to go back to my office in a creative state. But before I go, I get my stone and stand on my stone and do the work that Bo taught me. Uh, and get grounded. I mean, I really get, I mean, I just like get grounded. But I turn it up. So I'm pulling, accessing energy above and energy below, and I'm locked in, baby. I am connected. So that's just a little bit of my morning sharing with you. 
a little bit up to noontime. And there's a whole lot more to this fun, invigorating, charged lifestyle. I live it. I don't talk about it. I live it. Every day, and I've been doing this for years and years, and you've seen me on some posts riding my jet ski 25 miles off the coast of Massachusetts around the sailing ships. I mean, it's just living the life, and I am so eternally grateful. And Thailand has given me, really, the Thai people are amazing and have taught me centeredness while I've shared and taught them other things. So. Happy to be here, living the dream, living the life. And uh, it's all perfect because it's imperfect. That's the only thing about life being perfect is that it's perfectly imperfect. And that's it. And don't try to make it perfect. Screw it. Do it. That book sits on my desk by Richard Branson. Screw it. Do it. Let's do it. We. All of us. Okay? I love that book. Little book. Man. Full of punch. Thanks. We'll see you at the pool. We're going to take a little ride, do a little recording, just so you know what I'm talking about. Thanks. This is Peter Stone, the owner of Dive Silver Jewelry, president and CEO of the Peter Stone Group of Jewelry Companies. We have been doing business for over 30 years. A little bit of my history, short little bit, is I grew up in a little town called Manchester-by-the-Sea in New England in Massachusetts. I've been on the ocean since I was a kid that big. I love the ocean. I went off, traveled the world on merchant ships almost 50 countries on ships. Because I like traveling, I kept traveling, I left the ships, I got into the jewelry business. Ironically, I'm back at the sea because it's my passion. I'm not sure it's ironic, it was intentional. It took me 10 years before I designed the dive silver line of jewelry based on the beautiful sea, the sea life I've come to know. I'm a scuba diver, boat captain, chief engineer. I mean, I just love the ocean today. I ride a jet ski in the open Atlantic. I keep active, I keep close to the sea all the time. So when I see plastic floating, I mean, I was down in Santo Domingo swimming, looking for fish. There were two fish, but there were 20 plastic bags floating. I had been there back in the 80s in Sasua. I never saw a plastic bag. People are disregarding the sea. They're disregarding the environment. I'm here to ask you to pay attention. And not only you yourself, the guy, the girl, the people, there, there, all around you. Make noise. Oh, I don't want to make noise. I walk into 7-Eleven now, they know me. Oh, they look up. The girl grabs a plastic bag. They look up, they go, whoops, mistake. We don't give Peter a plastic bag. 
Peter has pockets in his pants. Some people riding on a motorcycle, maybe yes, but they need saddlebags and put it in the saddlebags. No plastic bags or very few are necessary. But what is really critical is if we use them, we dispose of them properly. You see people make noise. It comes down to us. It's us individually that we must manage our planet one by one. It comes down to you talking to them, talking to me, talking to the world, one person at a time. Go out, make a difference today and every moment forward, it matters. We're gaining, but it takes a lot of work. You gotta do it, I gotta do it, we all have to do it. Thank you, a message from Dive Silver and Peter Stone Jewelry.